Hi, I'm Christine Blanchett, and welcome to my Run With It podcast, where I interview runners, people are following a healthy lifestyle, to celebrities, to people who are making a difference in the world. I also have a Run With It show. It's a running fitness and health program. You can catch the show on runwithit.ca, and thank you for listening. Joining me is Dr. Lucas McMillan. He's a naturopathic physician and he's a clinic director with Delbrook Integrative Medical Center. Welcome back, Dr. McMillan. Hello, Christine. Yeah, so today we're going to talk about now that it's summer or warmer temperatures, there's activities, right? Um, so what would be some activities that the whole family can be involved in? Yeah, well, anything that gets us outside is often easiest. Depending on where you live and what you have access to, I know that all the parks are open again and we have options to get outside and use our environment a little bit. Um, if you have local forests, local trails, local hiking, especially places that you feel safe and comfortable bringing the kids out, I think that's one of our really underrated forms of exercise that can really help to decrease our stress levels, help to reconnect us with nature, put us in a place with good air quality, and really give the kids quite a jungle gym to play in. So it sometimes is sometimes it's a little bit easier for the parents to, to manage those things while the, while the kids go out and play, assuming it's um, safe enough to let them do so. Mm-hmm. What about the backyard? If you have a backyard, that could be a really good thing. Oh, definitely. I mean, if, it's a, if it's an option you have, it can be that simple. And that's exactly any chance that you have to get outside, ideally, and just to move. I mean, it can be as simple as throwing a ball on the ground and kicking it back and forth. Um, I have a really young girl who's about nine or ten, just turned ten months old. And so we've been having a little bit more fun just using a balloon. Um, mm. So if they're too young to catch or to really play with much. I'm just simply playing with something as simple as a balloon. And, uh, getting outside and actually playing in the grass, I think, is, is an amazing thing for our health overall. If you're if you're in a position, you have a yard with green space or just anywhere else that we can actually play, I'm definitely going to be a huge health benefit to do that outside. Yes, and like it's about making time, right? So, is there a best time to do activities or just? I mean, we're all busy, you know, and like, is there a time where activities are better, like for sun safe, um, you know, being so hot? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And there's, there's many parts to that. So I, in my opinion, the most important by far is whatever's easy. Um, mm. If we can make outside and exercise easy is probably number one, but a couple of things to factor in. Yes. Usually somewhere around that one to 3 PM is the most sun exposure. So I don't think sun exposure is a bad thing, and I would argue that regardless of your age, even my nine or ten month old, I keep <laughs> correcting myself, but even my ten or, or ten month old, we actively try to get her out into the sun. She's a little bit darker than she was before because we've brought her outside in these amazing few days we've had in the recent past and over the weekend. Um, I, I think that we should really encourage people to get more sun exposure as long as we can avoid them from getting to that reddish point or getting to the point of actual burns. But another part is when we exercise in the mornings, especially if we exercise quite shortly after we wake up, it can help to reset our circadian rhythms, which is the program that our body uses to know when the difference is between day and night. So the 
light exposure we have before bed is one part that a lot of people are aware of that can affect our sleep cycles. But similarly, getting up in the morning and actually having a good exposure to light outside to the outdoors and a light amount of exercise, even something as simple as walking, can really help to wake us up well in the morning, which helps us to sleep better at night. And this can work on kids as well. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, also too, are there any dangers like, you know, with bacteria or anything? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a, a great question to ask, especially with kids. I mean, anyone who has kids knows that it's the first chance they get. They're going to grab basically anything they can, um, say under a year of age, and put it in their mouth. It's mm. just one of the ways they assess the world. It's one of their one of the more sensitive assessment devices, and it's, it's one of the ways they can easily interact, partly because their fingers don't really work that well yet. So I wouldn't be scared of that for most things. Um, one of the more <laughs> graphic stories that I have uh, around this, one of my daughters, my oldest daughter, was just sitting in a field. We are basically just enjoying a time out, sort of a picnic with the family, and we thought everything was fine, kind of left her as she was, and a moment later, when we look back, she has some goose poop that she has grabbed, and she's just eating. <laughs> she just decided that this was the, the right thing for her to do. Um, I have to remember, I think she was probably about six months or so at that age. I, it's hard to remember some time ago, but um, although we stopped it right away, it wasn't necessarily what we wanted her to be doing. We weren't that scared, because my wife, who's a registered nurse and myself, we're very aware of the benefits of exposure and the benefits of training the immune system to develop a stronger and more robust ability to fight off infections, to fight off bacteria and fungus, things like the virus. Um, if we want to really keep our immune system strong, we need to have some degree of exposure. So I wouldn't be scared of the dirt. I wouldn't be scared of you know rolling around in the mud a little bit or even for the young people eating the odd thing in there, here and there, especially if it's not poisonous, that's mm. by far my biggest concern. Um, if something out of the grass, if they're eating it, chances are it's fine. And it might actually really be strengthening their immune system and setting them up for success later in life. Mm. And you, like, would you suggest any activities? Like, like there's hiking, there's, um, you know, going to the park, but what would be some popular activities to do with the whole family or to include the whole family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like you brought up, um, going to the park is certainly one of my favorites. Um, mm. It's a place that a lot of people go, so there's going to be a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, touching of the same surfaces. So we're going to be exchanging the bacteria and, you know, different different organisms from one person to another, which I think is a really important way for us to keep our children and to keep ourselves healthy. Um, if anybody, say, goes into a younger school or into a daycare uh, with their kids, they know that that is often the time that kids really get sick. They're exposed to more things, often for the first time, and it can be a, a little bit trying on their system as their body gets used to all of these different exposures. So a park is a nice way to get exposures like that from a young age, where it's just small doses, we can kind of build them into that exposure so that they can become normalized with that degree of exposure kind of things. So. Yes, and as well, it's good to start early, right? I mean, to always have the whole family doing, you know, keeping, you know, an exercise routine and um, getting your vitamin D and it's, it's to start early and keep doing it as a whole family and it creates a bonding, good connection, everything. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I think that we, we stick to a, a large extent 
whatever it is that we're comfortable as children and that we grow up with, it's much more likely that we'll be doing those things and be comfortable with those things later on in life. Mm. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's good or bad as it is, we're, we're role models as parents. And mm. when we want to give our children the best chance of success, the best chance to be healthy, to have a strong immune system, to grow up to whatever degree of big and strong is appropriate for them, <laughs> uh, we want to lead by example. And if we are active, if we like to go for walks, if we take them for walks, if we like to involve them in our sports, if we like to teach them sports, if we like to show them patience throughout that, and if we're okay getting a little bit dirty ourselves, it can make it more okay for them, and it can give them a better likelihood of enjoying these things later in life. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's even more important for things like exercise, where we know how important it is to move and to breathe and to get out of our houses. And we, we spend a lot of our lives in this, this chip rock box that we call our house. <laughs> as beautiful of a place as it is, it's just the airflow isn't great. The, the exposure outside, the vitamin D exposure is basically zero. There's a lot of reasons to get out. And if, if we do that as a family, ideally, like you said, from a young age, it's just awesome. It's a great way to start building those habits so that it's not a question later. It's not work. It just becomes easy. Yes. And Dr. Whitmillan, anything else you'd like to add? Um, vitamin D is one of the things that I talk about quite a bit at the clinic, and I think it's mm. probably something I wish we focused a little bit more on in health. So vitamin D, although it is a nutrient, it's, it's a vitamin, it's something that our body doesn't, doesn't make easily itself uh, without some kind of stimulant, so in this case, the sunshine. It's a huge part of keeping our moods balanced. It's a huge part of keeping our bones strong. It probably plays a lot of other roles as well, and and from uh, my research on it, it seems to decrease the sensitivity that people have to their pains. So mm. some of the chronic pain cases that I'm dealing with can respond well to optimizing your vitamin D levels. So um, I really want to bring that up because one, we can test for it. It can be a simple blood test to see where the vitamin D levels are. And two, living in Greater Vancouver, a huge percentage of the people that I test are low. Mm. So best way to get vitamin D is to get some sun exposure. So don't be afraid to show a little bit more skin, you know, in a way that is legally and uh, you know, <laughs> acceptable by the, the people around you. But we do want to absorb some of that. We want our kids to absorb some of that. I think that supplementation for vitamin D isn't a bad idea if you spend a huge percentage of your day indoors. And if you're like the majority of people where you only have, say, the backs of your hands and maybe the back of your neck exposed to the sun once in a while, that's just isn't enough and while the sun exposure will always be the best form uh, it's very common for people to benefit from vitamin d um, as with anything else there is such a thing as too much but i i've just especially lately that's been another thing that's just happened over and over again right i see people who need it or people who greatly benefit from it mm -hmm. i want to get the word out that vitamin d and sun exposure is really worth learning about mm-hmm that's wonderful. And, you know, if people want more information, where can they go? Yes, the, the clinic website that we operate out of is delbrookintegrative.com. So that's the Delbrook Integrative Medical Center primary website. Um, my own personal is Dr. Lucas Sachs, D-R-L-U-C-A-S-M-A-C.com. That's uh, more information about me. Um, some more of the um, actually interviews that you and I have done in podcasts and articles and um, other items that uh, grads are being updated over time. But lots of information available, or information available online, lots of podcasts. There's, it's 
amazing how much you can learn on a subject if you actually want to dive in. So I, I really do encourage people to take the time that we have and the odd moment to dive into health, to learn a little bit more about what people are doing to help them be more healthier themselves, what you can do for yourself, including vitamin D. Thank you very much, Dr. McMillan, and we'll have you back. Thanks for listening. This is Christine Blanchette, and you are listening to the Run With It podcast. And I have a show called Run With It. For sponsorship opportunities, just go to my website at runwithit.ca. And thanks for listening. See you next time.